Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat, a weekly podcast devoted to helping you open up to your own unique abilities so you can receive loving and supportive messages from your loved ones, angels, and guides. Hello, it's Julia. Hey, I just wanted to tell you about something I have coming up real quick before you listen to this podcast. I am launching my mediumship and angel intuitive course in February. This is a six week virtual course where you will receive content via email and you will also be invited to a private member site where you can access all of the information. We will have live calls every week. This is my best selling course. It is a game changer. For those of you who have always wanted to work with me, I hear from so many people that want to work with me. And and my one-on-one coaching packages are, you know, the six-month package is $15,000. And for those of you that can't do that or swing that at this time, um, I suggest that you hop into the Mediumship Angel Intuitive course if you are really ready to open up to your gifts harness them, learn how to move through them with grace and ease, and really see things through God's eyes. That's what I'm here to teach you to do. So when you see things through God's eyes, it is love and only love. Everyone who has ever taken my course is doing readings on the second day. So yes, you can do it. Yes, you're ready. And I am now prepared to make it as easy as possible for you to get into my course. So the course is starting in February. Get over to my website, check it out, juliatreat.com. That course, I usually sell it for $22.22. And yes, that is $2,222. But for the very first time ever, I am offering it for $9.97. I feel guided to do this. I am happy and thrilled to do this so that more people can take advantage of this amazing offer to work with me for six weeks. Um, We will be connecting as a group, but I'm telling you what, it's going to be life-changing. I will have payment plans for you available for any of you that need those. Um, So that's it. It's coming in February. Don't miss this opportunity. I only teach it one time per year. Just decide today to say yes. Just say yes. Yes to the new. Yes to the unknown. Yes to taking chances, taking risks, taking leaps of faith, whatever it is. I mean, I'm covered in chills just saying that to you. I take, I take leaps of faith all the time, and it does not mean I'm not scared, but I know that there is no other choice. I must take these leaps so that I can grow spiritually. Um, it's a fabulous group. You are going to meet your soul family. A lot of people who have taken this course with me in the past have met you know, friends, and like I call them soul family. We have our birth family and our soul family, and our souls right now are seeking our soul family. So many people have met during this course and have continued to have a friendship for years to come. I met one of my very best friends at the first mediumship course I ever took in 2008. So let's make this easy for you, all right? That's what my job is, to guide you, to mentor you, and to make it easy. I hope to see you. The launch is in February, so don't miss it. And this is the only time I'm having this price available at $9.97, and I'm even uh, offering payment plans. So let's do this. Let's get rolling. Let's get ready for February. Get in the course before it fills up because I do have limited seating.
So don't wait to the last minute to sign up. Get on over to my website, juliatreat.com, and click on the um, mediumship course, and we will get rocking and rolling. I am thrilled to be with you and sharing your energy wherever you are in the world. We are truly connected, and I am grateful for you sending me some positive vibes. For you listening to me each and every week, I really do appreciate it. And I want to ask a favor, if you haven't already, if you could hop into iTunes, if you're listening to this on iTunes, you're already there, but if you could, you know, rate and review this, it would be very helpful for me. It would also let others know that this might be worth clicking on and listening to a few podcasts. So if you would do that, I would be eternally grateful. <coughs> so I am... <coughs> Continuing to purge the past, which is showing up as chest and head stuff, but I am on the mend. It's getting better and easier the more and more I purge. So I may cough a few times through this or take a break to get a drink of water. All right, so, and, duh. I just, I just looked up at the title of the podcast to remind myself what I'm talking about. And, of course, it is finding your grace may not always feel so graceful. Let me be the example of that with this head and chest thing that I am going through. Okay, that is part of my spiritual awakening. It's part of my journey. It's the purging of the past, the past lives, as I get ready to up-level. And I mean, when I say up-level, I'm not taking like, I'm not saying I'm going to the next step. It's a freaking up-level. So this is a massive shift that I'm going through and that many people are feeling. Now, people that are struggling with this or fighting whatever's happening or fighting the idea of getting out of their comfort zone, whether that's, you know, shifting jobs or leaving a relationship or honestly throwing down money for some class or trip or experience you know, our comfort zone, that's our ego that's keeping us safe. It thinks it's keeping us safe. It's like, well, you know what? Let's just stay right here in this comfort zone because we know what to expect here. Because you're stepping away from the mind, the ego, when you are taking leaps of faith, spiritual leaps of faith. So your mind and egos, if it totally freaks out because it's it's been running the show for far too long so it's got all of these conditions and programs and all the rules that it's taken on as this is our story and we're sticking to it right <clears throat> your heart is free and it knows the way it knows the way I promise you so I felt the need to talk about this grace factor or the and it depends on how you resonate with that word but when I talk about, when I use the word grace, I looked it up, you know, on the dictionary and I thought, you know what, for me, grace is that true, clear, uh, all-knowing connection with God. That's what I'm going to call grace. You're in the flow. Well, we're always in the flow, to be honest. And the flow is always happening for us. And that's the whole point of when we are moving forward spiritually on our spiritual path, 
things are going to be bumpy sometimes. Or when you think you're on the straight and narrow path to this destination and all of a sudden you get thrown for a curve and you've got to go swing way out here in left field, that sometimes if people get into their head, they're like, oh my God, I did something wrong. Or, you know, some people actually go, I'm being punished or God's mad or I didn't listen. When you freaking listen to the whole time, you're still being guided. It was that you needed to go off to the left out in this left field because you needed to go learn something over there that's going to help you with your growth. It's going to help you with your spirituality, with your faith. Maybe it's an experience that's going to show you that you can overcome anything. You know, there's so many people that I saw on social media and they were, you know, the the whole ritual a lot of people do like, oh, see you later, 2017, or goodbye, good riddance, it's been tough, I, I'm so ready to let you go. And these are people that some of them I, you know, followed or I saw things going on in their lives, and I said, they're missing the whole fucking point. So 2017 showed one of my friends that she could overcome anything and do anything, that nothing would ever hold her down or keep her small. And she was on there, you know, bashing 2017, like good riddance. And I'm like, oh my God, you should, this is the year you should be the most grateful for. So we get caught up in that crap, you know, and we start saying, I'm not, you know, that wasn't the year for me. When so many of us grew by leaps and bounds, just, you know, we were running up that spiritual ladder, if you will. So finding our grace is not like when we're moving through this life spiritually and we're, we're growing spiritually, we're asking for that, we're striving forward to get connected, to get into that connection with God and universe, it can pre- feel pretty fucking uncomfortable. Some of my uh, coaching clients experience, you know, sometimes when we're working together, we start out with a lot of, we do a lot of past life regression together. We do, you know, a a plethora of things. But as we're moving forward, and we, you know, sometimes it can feel like an emotional roller coaster. And I tell them that, like, you're going to go through this upheaval because we're getting to the internal, the inner you, we're getting to that. And so we give out, we have to peel these layers back. And I always tell them it doesn't have to take a long time, but it's not like we can just glide through and not feel anything that has been holding us down or holding us back. So we do often revisit those times in this lifetime that were painful or that have been, you know, that created our conditions and stories, or we may have to even do several past life regressions to go back and see why it is this relationship is this way or why do I feel this way or why am I sick or why am I you know it's all these different I was I always laugh because I I feel like I'm like some kind of investigator like with my clients who want mentoring with opening up we're literally doing like investigative work it's pretty funny but it's really amazing and we always giggle I'm like I feel like I'm an investigator we're going back to see what happened the scene of the crime So, um, you know, some of them, of course, the shift begins to occur. And as they move through these emotional things and 
which can happen very quickly. And it just does with my clients. And then they begin to get into the flow. They begin to let go of the old, the stories, the BS, the bullshit. And they begin to see the bigger picture that, oh, that didn't turn out because this would have never happened. This next thing would have never happened if that would have turned out like I thought it was supposed to. So we get caught up in, okay, I've got this plan and this is the step that's going to get there or this is my next vision for me and, oh, shit, that didn't happen. So maybe I'm not on the right path. Oh, my God. I've got to talk to 10 mediums and, and psychics and see where I'm supposed to be. No. You're on the right path. We're always on the right path. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Get a sip of water. <coughs> It's how we take those experiences, those little, uh, what you want to call bumps in the road or curves you didn't see coming. Like they say, I was thrown for a curve. Cool. Well, instead of saying I was thrown for, thrown for a curve, how about you just start yelling out plot twist? So this is where I thought I was going, and now I went another direction, and it's a plot twist in my story. That's all. So when things don't turn out like I think that they were going to, I don't even say the way that I think they should anymore. I say the way that I thought they were going to. I immediately say, there's a few things I say. Number one, God uses for my highest good, and I cannot wait, universe, to see what you have in store. This is going to be amazing. So I first ask God, use this for my highest good. Help me see this for my highest good. It doesn't mean at that moment you're going to go, aha, you know, Help me see this for my highest good. And then ding, you get this idea suddenly. It might show up the next day. It might show up the next week. It might just show up the next, you know, with your next um, epiphany, decision, the person you meet. And then I tell the universe in that expecting amazing vibe, I cannot wait to see how this turns out. So it's not that. I can't wait. And I got this fear factor inside of me. I, I literally say, I cannot wait to see what the hell you've got in store because it must be massively amazing. And that's part of the whole shift that we have to do as we're moving in our journey. That we shift away from, oh shit, this is bad or this just happened and I called this in and this is negative too. Use this for my highest good. Thank you for this experience because I know I am growing somehow in this. Even if you don't know where that is right at the moment that it's happening. You say, I have gratitude for this. Sometimes you can just say, I thank you, God. I don't know the whole story, the, the big picture, but I know that you do and I am trusting. Thank you, thank you for watching over me. I don't always know the big picture. I was telling someone the other day, I said, I mean, I get guidance through meditation, whether it's silent meditation through meditating, laying in the bathtub with music playing or walking in nature, meditating, um, do a yoga. But I said, uh, you know, try doing a reading for yourself, huh? Because you, I've got an ego too. So I have an ego that knows my stories, knows everything. So, um, doing reading for myself can be quite hysterical, but I don't need to do a reading for myself because I can meditate and get guidance and answers and clarity that way. 
So if you've listened to my podcast, there's a lot of you who've listened to it since I started. You've been with me on this journey and you've seen just exactly what this title says. Finding your grace may not always feel graceful. People think, you know, they have me in this on this pedestal that everything turns out perfectly for Julia. Well, it is turning out perfectly, but I can tell you, it doesn't turn out like I think how I thought it was going to a lot of the time. But as I have learned to say, thank you, God. I know you got some bigger vision than I ever thought, you know, that I came up with. Thank you for closing that door because I know for some reason that did not serve me right now. Now, you see the difference? Instead of, oh, shit, I just lost my job. I lost my, you know, this door closed. This person left me. Thank you, God, because I don't understand it right now, but I know I'm going to someday. Thank you for that. When you shift into gratitude, even when you don't know what the hell you're being grateful for, but you know that we've got this heavenly father that loves us so much that he's going to catch us every single time. Someone reached out, a friend of mine one time, and she said, you know, Julia, you just amaze me. You throw your cape on. And you just take leaps all the time. And I said, yeah, I do. But that doesn't mean I'm not scared. I'm scared. uh, You know, I've been scared many times in the past when I took a leap of faith. I can quite honestly say I can take leaps now and it really does not change my vibration. That is something I have worked on. It is a process. I have done the work. I have eliminated the limiting uh, stories and limiting beliefs. Occasionally, something will come up and trigger something, and so I will work through it, and I'll release it. But the more and more you do that that kind of stuff, the more and more you do the uncovering of your limiting beliefs, whether it's for your health, your wealth, your love life, your opportunities in your life, all the stories that you've created, the more work you do with uncovering those, and getting them out of your subconscious somehow. I have many ways that I've, I've done that over the years, whether it's through tapping or EFT, emotional freedom technique, meditating, yoga, screaming, <laughs> crying. Um, yeah, I've done it all. I've cried it out. I've temper tantrumed it out. I've uh, stomped my feet out. I, you name it. I don't care. Whatever it takes. So I've done all of that. And so I've created the new stories, the new stories of joy and happiness, wealth in all areas of my life. And I'll be like anyone else. I'll be on this streamline, just moving along. Everything's perfect. And then up, part of the track's broken, so the train gets derailed, or what we think is derailed. When actually it's taking me to that next experience That's going to take me to that next level in my spiritual journey towards enlightenment. That's why I thank those circumstances. I bless them. And I tell the universe, I cannot wait to see what you have in store for me. So as you look back, it's so important to look at how much you have overcome. Even if you have not reached your hopes and dreams yet, or that thing that you're wanting to 
attain, obtain or the, you got to look back and say, damn it, I made it this far. I made it through some shit. And look at the last time you took a leap of faith. If you never have, then my God, it's time, my friend. <laughs> Start taking them. You are growing the most spiritually when you are out of your comfort zone, when you are taking those leaps of faith. My last coach I hired, okay? Lot it costs it costs a lot of money. And I did not have it just sitting by the wayside, um, you know, at my disposal. I made it happen. And I told her that when we were discussing our relationship, how it was, we were going to move forward together. And I said, I don't have the money at this very moment, but I'm going to make this happen, which I meant make it happen with universe, with my spiritual team. And so, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I said, give me till tomorrow and I'm going to make this happen. Now, when I say make this happen, again, I want to reiterate, I call my team in. I'm not trying to force anything. So I call my team in to help. And whatever it took, and the next day I called her and I said, I got it. I made it happen. Let's get going. So th that's the difference I find with, um, you know, call it what you want. If you want to call it different personalities, um, type A, type B, type whatever, introvert, extrovert. That's all, again, stories and labels you've put on yourself. I've worked with so many what, who they call themselves introverts when it turned out all they were doing is fucking hiding from their purpose. Once we got in there and dug deep and got that BS out of them, whether it's past lives or this lifetime, they weren't introverts anymore. <laughs> we're all of it. So we got to stop telling ourselves we're certain things. We got to stop the labels. We just stop creating the stories, you know, not just living in the stories, our limiting beliefs, but creating new ones. That's another thing. And I want to say this, even though you're all listening to me on my podcast, I would be, I, I'm very careful of who I listen to or read, um, who I read now. Because in fact, God, how am I going to say this? Because it's going to sound, I, I don't even read as much as I used to. I rarely listen to podcasts anymore. And the reason being, because what I found as a sensitive, as an empath, as a clairvoyant, anyone that I learned from, so here's the thing, you have to take what resonates with you and you have to leave what does not. So everyone that you learn from, including me, <laughs> you have to watch, do they have labels? Do they have stories? Do they have conditions? Because you're going to be taking them on, whether or not you think, um, you know, there's people who say, well, no, I hear it, but I can let it go. When it actually can get buried subconsciously in you. So just for an example, when I start mentoring, when I do my one-on-one -on -one coaching with people who are opening up to their gifts, I always, I do suggest, I, I really am adamant about it, that they stop listening to other programs just while we're working together, just for a while. Stop listening to other programs. Stop listening to other authors, other mediums, other intuitives. Stop. Just please stop for a little while because what I find I have to do is we have to peel away those conditions that they have taken on. So if they've listened to someone that says you're 
your abilities will be less or lower or not as good if you eat meat. Or you need to be a vegan. Or, and let me tell you real quick on that. So I was a vegan for two years. Um, hey, my skin was great. My hair was great. I was thin. I didn't have to really worry about my weight. But I knew something intuitive. I knew something wasn't right. Something was off. And so I found a doctor, a chiropractor who did, it was like an Eastern medicine type of muscle testing, but it was with a machine. And he tested me um, on envi all environmental stuff, but, and I wish I knew the name of it. I don't know what it's called. But it was a little machine that clicked up and down my spine, um, and I wore um, electrodes on my wrist, and he could program it to be certain either environmental things or he could put it to food items. And at the end of it, number one, he said, in my 50 years of practice, or so, it was a long time, 50 years of practice, 40 years of practice, I have never seen anyone like you. <laughs> I just laughed because I've heard that many times. He said, you are allergic to every animal except for horses. Now, there is severity, like some are mild and some, you know, severe. So, but I'm allergic to every animal except for horses. I'm allergic to every tree, plant, mold, flower, grass, everything outside. I already knew I was pretty sensitive to it, but I didn't know I was allergic to every freaking thing. Um, and I was allergic to, I'm allergic to everything, food items, everything, except for meat and vegetables. So, including dairy, sugar, beans, legumes, every grain. I was allergic to everything except for meat and vegetables. Now, I'm sitting there hearing that and I'm a vegan. <laughs> so I'm like, shit. So even the sugar, being allergic to sugar includes fruit. <clears throat> so I had to learn to eat meat. Now I also had to let go of that old, whatever, that story that I have been, I had taken on that for some reason my abilities weren't going to be as good because they're just as good eating meat. Let me tell you, that didn't affect me at all. If I would have hung on to the idea that it did, however, it would have affected my abilities. Do you get that? So, and maybe if you're hearing this and you are vegan, it, maybe it's a message from the universe saying, you better get your shit checked just to make sure that's what you're supposed to be eating. I thought it was what I was supposed to be eating, and it was far from it. <coughs> so, anyone that you're learning from, okay, so I have people that come to me to learn to open up to their abilities or they just want to get crystal clear, they want to hone in on their abilities, learn how to harness them and control them, which you can, by the way. I am not on 24-7, nor do I want to be. Some of you might watch, um, I have watched many famous mediums on TV. I'm not going to mention any names, because you'll probably know who I'm talking about anyway, but I watch them, and I watch them um, that their mission becomes their mission. Their mission becomes bigger or greater or more important than their relationships, and then they start losing relationships, including spouses, or there's trouble in the marriage. And that's not how uh, – I get approached all the time out in public. It drives me crazy. Actually, people come up and, and want to sit by me and ask me questions, and I'm like, I'm trying to have dinner with my boyfriend here. You know, my, my abilities are turned off. If I am not working, they are off. And that's another thing I teach my clients, my students. 
that you have control of it. We just have to, um, you know, harness them. But when you're listening to others and you're taking on the stories, you are, it, it's no longer, uh, it's still your path, it's your journey. But do you see how it's making it a little bit, just, just a little harder? Just a little harder. Some people come to me and say, well, I learned, I went to this class and I had to pour this wax or I had to hold this pendulum or I had to wear this crystal or I had to tap my eyebrow three times or whatever, stand on my head. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, well, that's all kinds of craziness because we are this divine, beautiful being. Just we, all we need to do is allow ourselves to be led. Let go of the control. Let go of the stories and limiting beliefs. The limiting beliefs are... You know, that's the, the control part. Finding your grace may not feel so graceful at times, but it can, we can shift it into moving forward with grace and ease. We can move into that space, but what that means is that we embrace the experiences that feel uncomfortable. We bless them. We thank God and universe for bringing them because we know we're going to learn something from this. That's how you begin to move through it all gracefully. Believe me, there's times that something comes up and I'm like, oh boy, God, I didn't see that coming. Probably a good thing because I would have been worried about it. So I would have given more energy to it or let it affect other areas of my life if I knew that was coming. <clears throat> bless the experiences ask God how you know make this for my highest good what can I learn from this for my highest good how can this help me grow spiritually and tell the universe cannot wait to see what you have in store but do it from a vibration of expecting amazing um, miraculous just things showing up that you couldn't even fathom. I like to close my eyes throughout the day, and I just, you know, I don't even always close my eyes. Sometimes I just stand there and hold my arms up, and I just hold my arms up and say, I am receiving. I am an open conduit. Like, I am receiving wealth, abundance, prosperity in all areas of my life. And I just imagine all this wealth, whether you picture wealth, because we want to picture it with our entire life. So it's not just money. It's feeling wealthy in all areas. So I'll imagine. So I always see like angels pouring down out of a cornucopia. They're pouring down these gold coins. But to me, the gold coins aren't just money. It has to do with, you know, health and friendship and laughter and joy and travel and, and new experiences. And uh, so I... Ooh, I have chills on that. I imagine those coins, each coin being a different area of my life coming in. Perhaps you want to start trying to, you know, start that as a little, a new practice, a new daily practice. Sometimes I do it in, in, with my eyes closed and imagine me, myself doing it. Sometimes I physically do it. In fact, I like to do it out on the riverbank behind my house. I'll stand there with my arms up. No telling what my neighbors think, but you know, by now... <laughs> 
They probably just want to, they probably just try to steer clear of me. I mean, I do, I play my Native American drum in my house and I know they can hear that. I do all kinds of shit. It's kind of funny. I'm just here to help them awaken. That's all. All right. That is it for today. Just know if your path looks bumpy, rocky, windy, doesn't matter. You're fine in your grace. Okay. It just might not feel so graceful all the time. That means you're doing it right, my friend. Means you're doing it right. I love you all. I am asking the angels to send massive amounts of those gold coins. Hold your arms up now. Or if you're driving, just imagine your arms are out receiving. Just receive all of that abundance, all of those blessings, everything, because you are worthy. It all has your name on it. You are loved unconditionally. Let the love in and let it come in many different forms. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Stepping Into the Light. Be sure to visit juliatreat.com to connect with Julia on a more personal level. She offers a variety of programs to help you continue on your spiritual journey with grace and ease, including spiritual boot camp, the BLC monthly membership, and her one-on-one coaching programs. There is something for everyone.